When I'm faced with impossible situations, am I the kind of person who would knock a hole in the roof to reach Jesus? Am I willing for people to not understand some of my actions in order to do whatever is necessary to touch Him? Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. But I want to ask you a question first. What would you think if while we were sitting here in church that we heard a drilling noise up on the roof and parts of the plaster started falling down here in the sanctuary and we looked up and there were some guys up there that were staring down at us because they couldn't get in because it was so crowded in here. So they went up on the roof and they knocked a hole in the roof so that they could hear and see what was going on. Well, it sounds kind of silly. Doesn't it sound silly? I mean, we'd probably call the police. We'd have them arrested. We'd call the insurance company, file a claim because I'm not going to fix the roof. But you know something? That's exactly what happened to Jesus. As told in the book of Mark While he was preaching In a town called Capernaum And I'm sure you know the story Four guys Brought their paralyzed friend A handicapped friend On a bed And knowing that the Lord could heal him But it was so crowded in this house They couldn't get in So they plotted and figured out a way Where they could Take this friend up on the roof And then they knocked a hole in the roof and lowered their friend in so that Jesus could see him. And of course, the Lord healed him. But that's not why I'm telling you the story this morning. Something new caught my attention about this event. Because the Bible says that when they had broken through and lowered their friend down, it says, when Jesus saw their faith, he turned to the paralyzed person and he said, Son, your sins... Are forgiven, And then he healed him. And you see, this story clearly demonstrates how much God loves people of action. The word doesn't say that Jesus spoke a word to these four guys. And it doesn't say that they said anything to him. But what he saw was enough. He saw that they were concerned for their friend. He saw it wasn't easy getting a crippled man up on a bed and on the roof. He saw that they believed Jesus was the only answer. My mom tells this story. That after having two sons, my brothers Glenn and Ron, the doctors told her that she needed an operation and the result would be that she couldn't have any more children. So disappointed, she consulted five different doctors. She got the same diagnosis. So she scheduled the surgery. Upon hearing this news, my Uncle George, who was a young evangelist, began calling her and begging her to wait on the surgery because he was so convinced that God would heal her. Finally, she relented. And the day before the surgery, she traveled to where Uncle George was holding a revival where she went forward for prayer 
And God healed her of her condition right there. Obviously, my little sister Vicky, who's with us this morning, and, and I are the living, and our kids, and our grandkids are the living testimonies of that miracle. My Uncle George was willing to knock a hole in the roof for my mom. Proud to say that Uncle George, at age 91, is still traveling and preaching. He is, and still knocking holes in roofs for people. This story in Mark makes me wonder, when I'm faced with impossible situations, am I the kind of person who would knock a hole in the roof to reach Jesus? Am I willing for people to not understand some of my actions in order to do whatever is necessary to touch him? Have I ever been willing to do anything to reach Jesus for someone else like those four men did? Can I ask you this morning, are you the kind of person to knock a hole in the roof to reach Jesus? The word said when Jesus saw their faith, he saved their friend and he healed him. Their faith was their action to do something to reach Jesus. So listen to me, whatever you're dealing with today and whatever you're going through, when we have our prayer time here in just a few moments, I hope you'll come. And I hope you'll come like the four guys on the roof, knowing that Jesus is the answer to your situation. And if you do, I promise you, something good will happen in Jesus' name. Is America destined for greatness? Stay tuned to hear how America will be great as long as we are one nation under God. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400-lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets in hardware stores everywhere and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. First, I want to say how glad we are that you're here to worship with us today and to help us kick off our 4th of July uh, holiday season uh, and and honoring uh, all of those with us today who have served our country. Um, This is always a great day for, for, uh, for thanking them and telling them how much we appreciate them. But can I tell you something this morning? I still believe in America. Amen. And I know that there is a lot of unrest and anxiety and pessimism. 
uh, out there about the direction that our country is going. But I truly believe that if we will reach back and hold on to the things that our forefathers established and return to one nation under God, that he will heal our land and he will pour out his blessings on America. Amen. Well, did you ever ask yourself, I wonder how America did it in the first place? I mean, in a world where most countries measure their history by the thousands of years, America can only look back about five or six lifetimes, about 250 years. Yet within that short period of time, starting with an undeveloped wilderness, our country has risen to amazing heights. And the question must loom over the wise men of all these other ancient cultures, why is this? How can it be that this young upstart of a society currently has the world's largest economy, 40% more than China, four times the size of India while they have three times as many people? How can it be that out of the 500 largest companies in the world, 133 of them are American? How did America become the largest military superpower? How come America has produced three times more Nobel Prize winners than any other country? America has won twice as many Olympic medals than any other. I could go on and on about the things that we lead the world in. America gives twice as much money to charitable causes than any other country. And God knows we lead the world in a few things that we're not so proud of, too. But the question I'm asking is, how did we do it? Well, one of the great things about our country is that it's okay for us to have an opinion. So I have one. I have one about how we did it. You see, I believe it all goes back to the reason our country came to be in the first place. And in the beginning of America, there were some remarkable men and women who were willing to risk everything for the cause of freedom. But not just personal freedom. In particular, freedom to worship God. You see, they understood that freedom wasn't a concept man created. Freedom is God's concept. Thomas Jefferson said this, the God who gave us life gave us liberty at the same time. And I believe back then these incredible men and women made a covenant with God for America. Thomas Jefferson went on to pen the Declaration of Independence. I still marvel at the clarity of purpose in this writing. You'll remember it. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I believe God smiled that day. Can you imagine a nation founded with the tenets of the word of God? by men of God. And I believe that from that day to this, that our country, America, was destined for greatness. Oh, the struggle for greatness has been huge. Because freedom isn't easy. And it certainly isn't free. And every generation has been challenged and has paid a very dear price 
for what we are able to enjoy today. But I believe God has blessed America because good men honored God in the beginning. And I believe that God will continue to bless us if good men and women will always remember that no matter how the rest of the world, and even many who live in this country, wants to label us today, we are still one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. You know, our founding fathers had a firm grasp on what true freedom was, partly because they almost had it taken away from them. But they were also students of the Bible, which means that they also knew the words of Paul the Apostle. And Paul said this, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. May God bless you and your family today, and God bless America. Did you know that God has provided a roadmap to a blessed and successful life? Stay tuned to hear a few simple principles on achieving success. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. I love the intense brightness and durability of Nebo Tools flashlights. Listen, my neighbor lost his keys, and I asked if he had checked on the seat of his car. He had, but I handed him my Nebo Tools second-generation Slide King flashlight, and I told him to look again. He found the keys. My neighbor was impressed. This flashlight is so bright, I want one of these, he says. So I ordered him Nebo Tools second generation Slide King flashlight. An amazing high power 500 lumen flashlight, chips on board work light, red light, and red hazard flasher. It's equipped with programmable memory settings for each light mode, has four times adjustable zoom, and it's rechargeable. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the powerful rechargeable second generation Slide King flashlight at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. Now, I know some people don't really like anybody talking about money and finances in church because they're conditioned to think that it always leads back to promoting the offering. And even though it's true that there's a connection between pleasing God and good stewardship. It's also true that God intentionally provides a roadmap to a blessed and successful life that starts with these very simple principles. You see, God really wants to bless you and me with a prosperous and abundant life. The Lord said, for I know I have made plans for you. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you, and plans to give you hope and a future. That means he wants us to make money, and he wants us to use money wisely. And his word is just full of information about how to deal with money. 
God tests us and he teaches us through all the issues that we already have with money. Did you know that over 1,600 verses in the Bible have to do with money and finances? Over 500 verses actually include the words money, riches, or wealth. And one of the treasures that God has blessed us with in his word is the wisdom of Solomon in the book of Proverbs. Solomon became the wisest and the wealthiest man the world has ever known. And I don't even have time right now to tell you about the scope of his wealth. But I want to share with you a few of Solomon's secrets to successfully manage your finances. But just so you know, they're not secrets. They're in the book. They're in the Word of God. So here you go. The first secret to being successful with money is to understand your present financial condition. Or another way that I say it is know your dough. Now, this may sound a little ridiculous to some people, but believe me, this is the biggest problem that people have. But you can't be a good steward unless you know what it is you have to be a steward of. Solomon said, be sure you know the condition of your flocks. Give careful attention to your herds. Well, back then, that's, that's what they had to trade with was livestock. At our place of business, we take our financial position very serious. We can't afford not to know where we stand with thousands of products in inventory. We get concerned if we can't find every item. And it's not because one missing flashlight will make a difference. It's because we know we aren't a good shepherd if one sheep goes missing. Because if one can get away, then who knows how many others can. That's the mindset that we need about our money. Not to hoard it or to be greedy or obsessive about it, but so we can have command over it. And I believe everyone wants to be a good steward with their money. But if you don't dig in until you know where you really are in your finances, you simply can't expect God or any of his principles of prosperity to apply to you. Because in, effect, in, in some ways, you don't even know how to pray for your finances. Okay, the next secret that Solomon shared with us is this. And I, I call it this. You have to stash some cash. Now, let me tell you what I mean by that. Solomon says, go to the ant and consider its ways and be wise. The ant has no commander, no ruler, yet it stores up its provisions in summer and it gathers its food at harvest. So Solomon is saying that even bugs know how to save money. Even insects have that down. Now, 85% of Americans say they have no savings. And that means most of us don't either. For most of us, the demands to maintain our lifestyle makes us feel like saving money is impossible. Because it seems like we pay everybody in the world, but it can never, never pay ourselves. And that's what Solomon's simple wisdom is. We need to pay Ourselves. We have to treat ourselves just like we do an important bill to pay. We have to prioritize our money to do that. 
on a regular basis. That's what the ant does because he knows there'll come a time when he's going to need it. And finally, the most telling secret Solomon reveals about successful living is for us to tithe. And I call this secret tithe and thrive. He said, honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruit of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled with overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. Now, listen to me. Solomon lived this kind of life. He honored God in that way. And he witnessed prosperity like no one before or since. So I have to say, he's a very credible source for this simple piece of advice. Tithing. Now, I don't know anyone who's talked about tithing more than me around here for a long time. But the more I do, the more clear it's become to me that tithing is one of the best ideas God ever had to reveal the commitment and character of a believer. And I know that you may have heard these secrets before. But here's the reason that I'm reminding you of them today. How serious can God take us in our prayers to bless us financially when we don't take ourselves seriously enough to take advantage of the simple principles he's already given us? And I know that God wants to pour out his blessings on his people today. And when we show the Lord what we've learned from the word, how to count our flock, and how to learn how to save and honor him in obedience with our tithes, then we are already living in the grace where something good will happen in Jesus' name. And when it does, when it does happen, you'll know it was no secret why it did. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com 
or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's embracegrace.com or call 817-755-8484.